I know you like that. In the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me. And all right, me welcome into the show. I'm Brad Wakai alongside my co host, Johnny Hazoff. We have a light little panel today. I think Banashevsky scared everybody away with his picks <laughs> last week. I don't know. He did have a bounce back, though. but uh, we are joined by Kyle Banaszewski is the only other panelist joining me and Mr. Hayes off himself. So we got a lot to discuss with, with, with some of the previews. I know uh, Hayes off will go over the current standings and everything, but um, let's get into that right now. Actually kind of discuss. We had two people going five and zero last week and Tommy and Jordan. I don't know why they don't want to come on here and brag, but uh, Hayes off, why don't you go ahead and give everybody the standings and where we're at right now. Yeah, let's just go over last week a little bit. So Tommy and uh, Jordan both went five and zero. Brad, you yourself went four and one. Kudos to you, TJ, Nick, and welcome uh, <laughs> in. Yeah, three and two, uh, and then the three losing records. Tyson and myself went two and three, and then Freiburg, of course, <laughs> bottom of the barrel, one and four uh, overall. <laughs> Poor guy can't catch a break. He's got two wins on the year, and we're already in week four. So let's just oh. a moment of silence for uh, <laughs> he fucking sucks. I thought I sucked. But, uh, Brad, <clears throat> you are currently leading at eleven and four overall through three weeks. Uh, Nick's at eight and seven. TJ's at eight and seven. Jordan seven and eight. Tommy seven and eight. Tyson seven and eight. Kyle six and nine, myself five and ten, and then of course Freiburg at two and thirteen. Huh. Now you got to be really, really impressive to go two and thirteen. You got to yeah. try. You can't even try to do that. No, and I wish Freiburg was here to defend himself because we know what he would say. Well, last year I started off bad and I started heating up, which he did. <laughs> Does the kid have two late close magics in him? I don't know. He is just a coach. He is just Coach Freiburg, so I don't know if he has it in him this year. <laughs> I uh, I really wish I, – I can't remember what his two picks were, his two wins, but, uh, whew, I mean, he's close to 0-15. That's just just impressive overall. So Hey, you, you fade him. You are paying your rent oh and then some. Oh, oh, man, yeah. you're sitting pretty, man. You don't have to worry about inflation anymore. You're taking care of <laughs> yeah, That is inflation-proof. Just fade Freiburg. His boy Shanahan let him down. <laughs> oh, well, his boy Shanahan lets him down a lot of the time, apparently. Yeah, yeah he might have to let that go. That's just not a good relation. <laughs> That's just not a healthy relationship that should keep on going. It's really not. It's one of those ones you learn about in relationship counseling. It's like you just got to let it go. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He might be in therapy right now, so at least he's getting the help he needs. Oh, true. I mm -hmm. forgot about that. Him and Shanahan going through a little a couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. boys. Well, we let's let's dive into the games here because I think there's actually a lot of good matchups on the board and and before we get into the lines and just kind of picking and picking every each each other's brains here about um, the different matchups we have. So I think one that definitely jumps out to me just off the rip are my Eagles hosting the Jags that are two and one. D this is a big game, obviously. Doug Peterson returning to Philly. The Eagles, I think, right now they're they're number three in my power rankings and my power ratings themselves. Mm -hmm. I really like this team. They dominate in the first half, and they are able to coast in the second half. And the Jags have put together two back-to-back -to -back dominant wins. That's a one marquee matchup for me. And uh, I have a pick on one side of this game that we'll go over later. But what are you guys thinking about this game? What are you expecting? Anything in particular here? 
Could this be a preview of a Super Bowl matchup? Some are saying. Uh, God, Jags aren't good enough. Yeah. Eagles could Come they? on, man. Come on, man. They got that weak AFC South. They get a little bit of momentum into the playoffs. Trevor fully emerges into the quarterback we expected him to be. You never know. I mean, a lot of people are saying Dolphins, Eagles. Eagles have been super impressive this year. But just watching the Chargers last week just lay an egg, I know Herbert has his issues. But the way Jacksonville has just stepped up with Doug Peterson, it's been a really impressive so far. And I, this is one of my marquee matchups of the week. I'm picking this game, so I'll comment on that later. But I absolutely love what we're going to see. What about you, Bokeman? You've been impressed with Trevor Lawrence, and it was a little rough last year, but it looks like he's kind of flipped it around this year. Yeah, once uh, Urban Meyer stepped out of the way and stopped uh, hanging out with college chicks at the bar. <laughs> um, yeah, Lawrence has looked pretty good. I've been pretty uh, pleasantly surprised with the Jags so far. They've uh, put up, what, over 30-plus the last two games. Defense is uh, held pretty strong for the most part. So, yeah, um, they're also in a pretty weak AFC South, so uh, maybe they could be a dark horse playoff team. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely someone to keep an eye on and even a division winner there, so that's that's definitely something. I think another game that's big that I'm definitely going to be paying attention to, um, Broncos-Raiders, and I think for a different type of, type of look here. Uh, obviously, the Raiders 0-3, not a great start. They should have beaten the Cardinals, so, I mean, really, what, 1-2? And we're looking at the Broncos. Honestly, I mean, if they don't fumble twice on the one-yard line, we're looking at them way differently at 3-0. and I'm, I'm interested to see if the Raiders can bounce back. How do they respond to apparently a closed-door meeting between Mark Davis, the owner, and Josh McDaniels? I don't think it's a hot-seat situation. I think it's more so what the fuck's going on here type of situation where Mark Davis was following around the Las Vegas Aces a ton during their run. Uh, he's the owner of them as well. So I think it's just more so kind of getting on the same page and, hey, man, what, what's going on here? Boke, when you were high on the Raiders coming into the season, what's yeah. what's going on for your boys in, in Vegas? Yeah, well, first issue is that defense is just Swiss cheese. Mm. Uh, it's it's bad. Uh, I mean, Titans went up and down the field on them, especially in the first half. Um, again, that defensive collapse late against the Cardinals. Um, I mean, it's tough to kind of overcome that, especially going up against, you know, some <laughs> – higher powered offenses or, you know, someone with a run game like Tennessee or, you know, Kyler Murray who can extend plays um, maybe better than anyone else in the NFL at the moment. So that needs to be addressed. Um, They got to get home more. Last year they had a great pass rush this year. It's kind of fell off a little bit. So hopefully they can get that going. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they need to get Devontae Adams the ball more. Um, Again, last week, wasn't targeted very much. Uh, I saw uh, Dan Orvlosky, uh kind of ripping in the car a little bit, uh, kind of about that with Adams, uh, you know, running open on multiple plays and, and car either not seeing them or, you know, whatever else uh, was going on. But, yeah, they they need to, uh, again, kind of get back to their roots. They got to get the, uh, the tight ends more involved. They tried last week, and, and Darren Waller had some big drops which was unfortunate because if he caught one or two of those, they were either going to be, you know, in the position to win the game or, you know, had an opportunity, uh, especially on that one down towards the uh, the goal line that was unfortunately tipped up and intercepted after, which was a real backbreaker for them, uh, I think, in the fourth quarter. 
So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, they also got to get Josh Jacobs going a, mm. a little bit better. Um, once he gets going again, that kind of opens up everything else, brings some backers and safeties down into the box more, and again, open up, open up everything else on the outside. Uh, like I said previously on the podcast, it's it's kind of tough to double Waller, Devontae Adams, and Renfro at the same time. So right, ideally someone should be open. So yeah, Car Car needs to distribute the ball accordingly. Yeah, and I think that's a good that's a good analysis of what's going on there. It doesn't feel like everything's flowing on that offense. And you, know, you bring over Josh McDaniels to kind of figure this thing out. So you know that that's that's the deal here. Now on the flip <laughs> side, John uh, Hazoff. What do you think about the Broncos? Kind of a weird start. You know, it was a disaster in Seattle. It wasn't pretty beating the Seahawks, but hey, a win's a win in this league. Can you see them progressing and moving this thing forward? I I mean, they're sitting at two and one two and one right now. I don't see how they could get any worse. I think they're in a really good position. I think it's a lot of it is just Russell's just figuring out the new team. But when you look at this Broncos team, you know, over the past couple of years, they had the defense, they have some weapons. They were just missing a quarterback. They got their guy in Russell Wilson. I think he's gonna figure it out. But when you look at these records, I mean, Las Vegas is sitting at zero and three. To me, uh, Denver should almost be sitting at zero and three rather than two and one. I think they're gonna turn it around. Um, they just have some pieces that are a little bit, you no, know, not in sync right now, but they're going to get it together. And just with like the Las Vegas side and uh, Derek Carr last week, just watching the end of that Titans Raiders game, it was just Derek Carr's missing passes. He's got all the weapons and they brought in Josh McDaniels for this reason to be able to make sure that everything's going to work out, uh, you know, perfectly on the offensive side. I think they'll be all right. It's a really interesting game because I think Las Vegas is desperate for a win. I'm not picking this game, but I really, really like them to get a win at home. I think Denver's good. I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, the spread right now is only two and a half. We're looking at a field goal. So, I like Las Vegas to rebound here, but I think Denver at the end of the day is going to be in a good position, especially because the Chargers are looking a little bit weaker. A lot of them picked them to win that tough, tough division, um, but I think they'll be all right. The Chiefs look vulnerable as well, so um, I think they're going to get it together in Denver. We got our first international game of the year here, boys. Uh, Vikings Saints go across the pond. They're going to play in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Which is super nice, by the way. Brand, you know, really new. It's awesome. You know, uh, Hazoff and I are normally watching the European football games early in the morning over there. But uh, now we got the American football coming into play. Very interesting angle here, I think. You know, and I said to you boys before the show. I mean, Jameis Winston has broken back. He's going to have to sit on the cross country flight <laughs> and then go play against the Vikings. Who I, I mean, what the hell's going on with the Justin Jefferson targets? Kind of similar to Devontae Adams both having huge week ones now kind of being on milk cartons as missing persons. I mean, I expect the Vikings to play well here. I think they're better than the Saints. I think coming into my analysis was the Saints defense is a little overrated just based on their age. And um, I'm curious, and the Saints offense has not been good. It's kind of been a disaster there. What are you, What's your guys' thoughts as we get ready for our first international game of the year, early 930 Eastern time on Sunday? Well, my initial reaction is do not bet this game because, <laughs> I mean, you brought up a great point with the Saints defense. They are older. I think they are a little bit overrated. I think James coming in, there were very high expectations, and not even to the expectations where, you know, he might not turn the ball over. He, he's going to throw for 5,000 yards and throw for, you know, 45 touchdowns or something. That was a realistic expectation that I think a lot of Saints fans had. And then on the other side with Minnesota, Kirk Cousins looks uh, – I'm not exactly sure what's up with him. He needs to get the ball to Jefferson. That offense needs to click more. 
I think Minnesota is in a great spot to, to kind of turn the season around. I know we're only in week four, but if they can go over across the pond and get a win against the Saints, I think that's very doable, and I think they can start turning things around here. What about you, Bokeman? What do you what do you what are you expecting from this game? Oh, look who joined. There we go. Parachute nice. Oh, the delay. How y'all doing? Good. good. Doing well. <laughs> Talking um, about yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, Vikings. Uh, I don't know where he just went, but <laughs> anyway, I had the Vikings winning the AFC North, and I still I'm going to stand by that pick. We know how shaky Kirk Cousins can be uh, in primetime games. Uh, luckily, this is not a primetime game. So I, I think they can uh, get it together. Hopefully, again, like everyone alluded to, uh, Jefferson can get some more targets. I believe Dalvin Cook had a, a fumble or two last weekend. Uh, it, was, it was actually almost like a butt fumble like Sanchez. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't see that blow up more online. Uh, look, look for him to kind of get going. And, you know, as we know, even in that Tampa Saints game a few weeks ago, I didn't pick that, but, you know, Jameis had a chance there late in the game and just turns the ball over like uh, like on schedule. So, you know, I really can't trust Jameis. Brad, you said it, going across the, uh, the pond with that injured back. Don't think it bodes too well for him. So, again, unfortunately, we actually can't pick this game, even if we wanted to. But I, I say that the Vikings uh, come out on top. I don't know the spread off the top of my head, but two and a half. Yeah, I would uh, field goal game. I would. I'd feel confident with the Vikings there. Yeah, it's interesting. I was trying to dig a little bit deeper in here. I, I, so McVeigh and the Rams went over there in 2019 against the Bengals in, in England. I can't remember if the Saints went over to Europe, and I don't know when it was. So just some. I think O'Connell was on that staff with McVeigh, so you know he's kind of done it before. And, and of course not as the head coach, but as somebody involved with that. And then you would think of this, if the saints have done it too, Dennis Allen would have been involved in that as well. So just an interesting little handicap there of they handled it before and what their experiences is. Um, now we kind of buried the lead a little bit here. I mean, chiefs bucks on Sunday night, Jordan it playing in Tampa as of now, obviously with the hurricane going on, it could potentially be moved to Minneapolis, which would completely change everything. But this is a huge marquee matchup. Both teams at two and one coming off of their first loss of the season. You know, Bucks are obviously banged up. Chiefs just played sloppy last week. What do you expect going into this game? Yeah, so without the home field advantage, I'm high on the Chiefs. I mean, coming off a loss, you know how Mahomes gets. He's gonna he's gonna come right back to it, get in rhythm. You know, I, I don't see him losing this one two in a row. Uh, whereas I can see the Bucks hobbled by injuries. I can see them losing another in a row. So, um, you know, especially if this game is in Indy, you know, Missouri to Indy, that's much closer than you know, um, going to Miami. So, you know, I can see that becoming almost a home field advantage. So, Yeah, it's uh, interesting. I mean, you give Mahomes the credit. It's not like Brady's lost too many games in his career either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're hobble. He's, he's lost, like, his whole receiving core. You know, he's missing some old linemen. You know, they're not a bad team, but they're facing a better team in the Chiefs. Potentially. So, I, I, there's some now, power ratings the out there. You know, if they're playing the Giants, if the Bucks play the Giants, the Bucks are wiping their ass with the Giants. So, you know, I'll, I'll admit that, right? You know, they're a good team. Mike, Mike Evans should be back after, after his suspension. Seems like Russell Gage and Brady had a little connection. <laughs> Cole Beasley another week. Maybe a better receiving core. We'll see. Uh, week to week, right? And the offensive line injuries are big. 
uh, Hazoff, you were talking pre-show. You think it's going to be a Chiefs role situation as well. Yeah, I like the Chiefs here. I, I think there's just something not clicking, even with the receivers out in that O-line with the Bucs. There's just nothing that's really enticing me to take the Bucks with this. I think Mahomes is just going to be pissed off at what happened last week, and I think he's going to roll Tampa. What about you, Bokelman? Are you going to go against your Brady here? Uh, I would never pick against Brady. I don't think I ever have on the show. Um, I have taken the Bucks a couple times. I don't think I've ever taken the Patriots um, as my main team. Kind of a, just a little thing I have for myself. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Bucks defense. Brad, I know you kind of feel the same way. I think they are easily top three in the NFL. Um, you know, that being said, the Bucks on offense, you know, down three offensive linemen. You know, Evans was out last week. Jones is hurt. Obviously, no Gronk anymore. AB. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Rashard Perriman was fumbling last week. I think Russell uh, Russell Gage had a fumble. So just sloppy turnovers. You know, which Brady that probably pisses him off. You know, more than we can even imagine. Uh, breaking tablets on the sideline. So, yeah, I I really don't feel confident on either side for this one, to be completely honest. Um, if they're down in Tampa, I think that gives them a little more juice. Uh, that crowd does get into the games pretty decently uh, from what I've seen on, on television. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs offense, again, like I, every year it just seems like, I don't know, I'm just not impressed with the amount of talent and stuff they have. And they always find themselves in these close games, and I'm just always – wondering why they're not blowing teams out um i don't know if it was last year or the year prior they had one of the worst uh, at the spreads like ever um so i really don't feel confident uh on other on uh, either side for this one but i definitely will be uh, tuning in yeah i mean to your point i i love the bucks defense i i think they're the best defense in the nfl i think the bucks win this game to be honest with you yeah with evans back i think that that defense is going to stifle the offense from the Chiefs as much as possible. And I, I expect a better performance from the Buccaneers offense this week. Uh, this is just a little side here. But let's let's get into the peak, the uh, picks, boys. Let's let's just move right into week four here. And I'll start it off with my five, and I'll end with the lock of the week. I got first pick Chargers minus four and a half. Now, this is simply just a number play for me here because – Chargers are going on the road against the Texans. And I understand that the Chargers are banged up pretty much everywhere. All their good players are hurt. Bosa on IR. Rashawn Slater done for the year. Keenan, uh, Keenan Allen, I think he's actually going to play this week, but I want to double check on that. But basically what this number is saying is that the Chargers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on a neutral field against the Texans, who uh, I think are the worst team in the league. I don't buy it. I think even with the injured players, their quarterback banged up is better than Davis Mills and Justin Herbert. I think that gets them to the next level. They need to win this week. I think they get it done. I, they're going to cover that four-and-a-half-point spread. I'm taking a gross one here, boys. Bears plus three-and-a-half. And I'm not confident with it, but it's just a hook number here. I think the Giants can win this game at home. Sure. But <clears throat> the Giants just got gashed on the ground by the Cowboys last week. What do the Bears do? They can't throw it. They run it. Clue Herbert went, Herbert went nuts last weekend. On the ground, the Bears' offensive line can't pass block or shit, but they're damn good at run blocking. They ran all over the Packers, who stifled Leonard Fournette in that run game that the Bucks have. 
I think the Bears are going to run wild on the Giants again this week. Daniel Jones and Justin Fields are a wash to me in the quarterback rank ratings. And I think the Bears with the, the hook are going to get this thing done plus three and a half. Eagles minus six and a half. People are way too high in the Jags right now. This has got to be a sell spot in the Jags, in my opinion. Yes, they beat the Colts and crushed them and shut them out. The Colts didn't have their number one and number two receiver, and they're also missing their best player on defense. Oh, well, they destroyed the Chargers. Literally every single guy on the person on the Chargers got hurt, and their quarterback's playing with broken ribs. It's looked great on paper for the Jags. They're going to have to play a real team on the road after coming back from the West Coast. The Eagles have cruised the first half of the past two weeks. They are rested. They're ready for this one. Oh, not to mention their ex-coach is coming back for a little fun in Philly. You're giving me six and a half Eagles win this game by two scores. Ravens plus three and a half against the Bills. Another number play here. Lamar Jackson, eight and one as an underdog in his career. Are you kidding me? I am concerned with the secondary of the Ravens. There could be huge plays from the Bills here. But let's not let's not act like the Bills secondary is healthy either. And Lamar Jackson's been throwing the, the ball a lot better. Bokeman's boy Rashad Bateman is coming to his own as oh, a legit yeah. number one in this league. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's accounting for 81% of his team's yards. That's 20 more percent than when he won the MVP. He's on an absolute tear right now. I like the Ravens to cover. I like the Ravens to win outright this week as well. Then my lock of the week, Colts minus two and a half at home on a neutral. They are not, not a pick them against the Titans. The Titans are awful. Colts minus two and a half are going to get this done. What does every single offense look like against the Titans? Good. They made Daniel Jones look like fucking Dan Marino, and that guy can't play a lick in this league. The offense is finally going to get right in this spot. They're going to run all over that Tennessee defense, and Matt Ryan's finally going to look like a quarterback that the Colts wanted to bring in. Lock of the week, Colts minus two and a half. Was that only four picks? Five. Chargers, Bears, Eagles, Ravens, Colts. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Hazoff, I know you're sending a prayer for me at that Colts pick. What do you what do you got? <laughs> I uh I recently just switched one pick, but I love that I'm gonna go against you in a lot of these. Oh. So back to back weeks. <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. We're going to see what happens. Uh, we're going to start in Detroit. I love what Detroit's doing this year. They look like a team that's actually competent. I love what Chop's doing. You know, he's just kind of hanging in there doing his thing. They're scoring. Their defense isn't great, but I've been on Seattle uh, for three weeks of this year, and they just really haven't proven it to me. I thought after that week one performance by Gino, they'd, they'd look a little better. I had them last week against the Falcons. That didn't pan out. Detroit's getting, or uh, yeah, Detroit's minus four and a half right now. I love them to go to two and two and 500. I think they're going to be a frisky team this year. So give me Detroit minus four and a half. Uh, this is the pick I switched. So Philadelphia, I love, love, love what they're doing this year. They look fantastic on offense. The defense is stout. Jacksonville's coming around with Trevor Lawrence finally looking like a competent quarterback and the you know the promising career that he's going to have. I think Doug Peterson's doing a great job down there in Jacksonville. But the line right now is six and a half. I think that people are just people want to be high on Jacksonville and they really, and this line just says you should take Jacksonville. I love Philly here at home. I think they're going to win by two scores comfortably. And I think Jacksonville comes down to a little bit of a reality check. Indianapolis minus two and a half at home against the Tennessee Titans. This really, this really pains me. I, I, I hate the Titans this year. I don't know what's going on. They had a minute there in the past couple of years where they looked like they could be a Super Bowl contender and actually win it. 
this year it hasn't panned out exactly. But I just hate the Colts. I hate Matt Ryan. I love Tennessee two and a half here, basically a pick'em game. Uh, and I want to go against Brad, so we're going to go with that. <laughs> also, we're going to go against Brad here. Buffalo minus three and a half on the road at Baltimore. The only thing that scares me about this game is the hook. I, I think very well this could be a three-point game. I think Baltimore is performing outstanding, especially on the offensive side. Um, the secondary is a little bit concerned for both Buffalo and Baltimore. I think Buffalo is going to have a lot of big plays, and I think they're going to get a play at the end of the game where they're going to break this wide open and get that touchdown lead. That's why I'm taking Buffalo minus three and a half. And then my lock of the week, we're going to go to Monday Night Football. Can someone explain this line to me? Why San Francisco's a two and a half point favorite against the Rams? I get it. It's a divisional game. It's close. I still think the Rams are a way better team, even with Jimmy G at the helm with San Francisco. I love, 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 love the Rams here. I think San Francisco mm. is going to fall to one and three, and they're going to be trying to, you know, fight back for the rest of the year to try to claw to maybe a, uh, you know, a division lead here later in the year. But I love the Rams here on the road. My lock of the week: L.A. Rams. Plus two and a half. I thought you were switching to the to the Colts. I was going to say, come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking this game. It's like picking the the Giants Bears game. It just makes no <laughs> sense. It's a gross game, but at the same time, it like it's going to keep me invested. So I think I, I love the, the spreads two and a half. It's a field goal game. It's going to go either way. We'll just see who's on the winning side at the end of the day. Interesting note too to your Lions pick too that that. Number open Lions minus six went down to four and a half with the DeAndre Swift news. He's going to be out. They still have Jamal Williams, guys. They I think they're going to be fine. Williams. And I, and I, I, uh, I actually just picked him off the waiver in one of my fantasy leagues because that dude is legit. So yeah, I think they'll he scores be touchdowns. Yeah, he scores touchdowns. All right, Banishevsky, what All do right. you got? Let's let's get let's have a good week this week, huh, kid? Yeah, um, let's uh, let's hope. And I'm going to be picking some teams that have screwed me over in the past. So oh, here we <laughs> That's go. A let's recipe hope. for disaster. I man. know, <laughs> living on the edge, living in chaos. But uh, yeah, I'm also going to piggyback on the Eagles pick. Um, again, it's pretty much a number. If it was anything over a touchdown, I'd probably stay away. Additionally, if they were on the road and six and a half favorites, I'd also probably stay away because that's telling me, again, that they'd be favored by over a touchdown on a neutral field. So, again, it's really just a numbers uh, pick there. So, as much as it pains me to, to take Philly, uh, I'm going to choose them here. Going down, Brad, I also love the Baltimore pick at home against the Bills. Um, another number pick with that hook could easily see this being a uh, down-to-the-wire field goal game. Uh, you know, everyone's so high on Buffalo, and when they win, they win big. But I saw a stat the other day that uh, it's something crazy. They were like maybe 0-7 or something in the last year or two in one-score games or something. Mm. Absolutely mm. ridiculous. It was it was something – don't quote me on that, but it was something not great at all. Um, and even last week against Miami um, – I think the Bills can be too Josh Allen dependent. Uh, the run game really is not very effective at all. And, you know, Baltimore, uh, they've looked uh, pretty tough so far. You know, Lamar is pretty much playing out of his mind on the ground and throwing it a lot better. Mark Andrews is seemingly unstoppable. I think he's honestly probably the best tight end in the league, in, in my opinion. Uh, so them getting three and a half at home, I like that number a lot. I'll take them. Uh, next game, this uh, this one might screw me um, with all the chaos going on on uh, with this team. But 
I don't know how, even on the on the road, Arizona's getting a oh, point Oh, no. Don't do it, man. Against, oh, no. You know, no, 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 no. Against the Panthers. I, God, the Panthers are so bad. I just read another injury p- report uh, this morning that McCaffrey did not practice, I think, due to a thigh injury or something. It, that guy is becoming a little brittle piece of porcelain. Um, so, and again, do I really trust Baker at all? No. Um, and again, like I said earlier on, on the, uh, on the show here, Kyler can extend plays and, you know, at the end of the game, when you need something crazy to happen, you know, he's the one to get it, to get it done in scenarios uh, like that. So I, again, I, I just like them uh, winning this game. I, I don't see them falling to one and three. Um, I, I, yeah, I just give me the Cardinals again. It probably is going to screw me over, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm too much of a cliff fan to, uh, oh, you not pick him. him at least once this season. Uh, Johnson, I'm going to ride with you on that Rams pick. That line is again, kind of surprising to me. Uh, San Fran, I had them last week. I felt pretty confident in that pick against, uh, the fraud, Nathaniel Hackett. And of course, I get screwed over just by incompetence and missed throws and just classic 49ers shenanigans at the end of the game. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, fade Freiburg's boy on this pick (laughs) and take the Rams, who, like I mentioned, uh, that Falcons game's in your head. I know, I know. They screwed me over earlier and blew that. Oh, my God. And blew that lead in the fourth quarter to the Falcons, uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna ride with the uh, the Rams on this one. Stafford honestly has not been playing very well this year. I think he has four touchdowns and like five interceptions. I don't know what's going on there, but and Cam Akers just loves to fumble the ball. It's like he's trying to get cut or something. <laughs> but yeah, give me the Rams. We'll see. Um, and then. For my lock of the week, I'm going to go with that high-powered Detroit offense at home against the Seahawks. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's surprising. Jared Jared Goff is uh, getting the ball out to the receivers. I mean, I know Swift is is hurt, but you know he's been putting on a show. Um, St. Brown is just an animal, mm-hmm. and you know them at home. I, I like them to get to 500 here against a struggling Seattle team. Uh, that place is going to be rocking. You know, those are those are ride or dies up there for Detroit. Um, you know, sticking with that team for all those painful years they've had, and now they finally have an exciting team that can put up points. So, I don't expect Sunday to be any different. Um, I could easily see them winning by a touchdown or more against the uh, Seahawks there. Yeah, interesting. And we we doing this on Wednesday, so we can change it as the injury report comes out. We we did that disclaimer. There is a potential rumor that St. Brown might sit this one out with his with his ankle injury. So that's something to keep an eye on. That would obviously impact a, a one way or the other. Josh Reynolds, I think, is out too, their backup receiver. So it might be a big DJ chart game for everybody out there who's keeping an eye on props and fantasy stuff. Just FYI out there. All right, Jordan, close it out for us. Who are you taking this week coming off your 5-0 and week? Absolutely. So um, I'll start here with Indy. Uh, the Giants beat Tennessee with a run game. That's what Indy has. Uh, so I like them at two and a half. They'll easily win by a field goal. Uh, plus it's at home. Arizona, yeah, taking them. 
right? Kyler, just like Bokeman saying, they extend plays. And at the end of the day, even though they, they, their offense is, is fluttering, their, their whole team looks like they're, they don't know what they're doing out there, they come in the clutch. Just like Eli in the fourth quarter when he was at his prime. So, you know, mm-hmm. I like Arizona in this game, um, you know, traveling and, and beating Baker and, and the banged up, you know, McCaffrey team. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Green Bay beats uh, New England by two scores, two touchdowns, uh, minus 10 and a half. You know, who's their quarterback going to be? You know, their defense isn't what it used to be. They, you know, through trades or free agency, they've, they've lost players. Um, so I like Green Bay in that game. Uh, Kansas City, we talked about this one earlier. I'm taking a minus two and a half. I think they win by a field goal easy. Uh, and then the Rams. You know, traveling, but I don't see San Fran, who lost to Denver, who has an abysmal offense. Uh, I don't see San Fran, you know, being able to 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 outdo the Rams. So I'm taking the Rams, and that's going to be my mortal lock. You guys are banking on McVeigh yeah. to beat his arch nemesis Kyle Shanahan, who he can never vanquish. I think it's just a good spot for him to do it. Yeah, I, there's a lot of gross games this week, and I love that we're taking a lot of these games. But no one took the Steelers or the Jets. That might be the worst game of the week outside of the Giants and the Bears. Well, my boy Zach Wilson's back, so that might be a big oh, screen yeah. viewing for me. I, I was going to take the Jets. At, at, you know, they could lose by a field goal versus Pittsburgh. So I, I was good. I was close to picking them. I don't think they're. But, sco- I don't think either team scoring more than three points in that game. So you know. What? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think anyone touched that uh, Cleveland Atlanta game either no yeah that's no on that. yeah that, that one's hard to pick that yeah that is a toss i'm leaning up. That, i'm leaning atlanta there i don't think miles garrett's gonna play it's the other hard one i don't know if anybody said this but vegas and denver i just don't know about that game because denver's off it they can't do nothing their play calling's terrible but vegas's defense is just giving up you know in, especially in the fourth quarter yeah. and when it matters i Denver has potential to win this game. You know, it's not like it's not fathomable, but then, oh. you know, it's just, I can't, I can't bet that game. I just can't do it. I, I like the Raiders in that spot, but I think they're just going to find a way to lose. And I just, dude, that's, it's, it's Nathaniel Hackett, dude. He could win a Super Bowl now. I'm back on the train. Nathaniel Hackett for president. Let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> Eberflus for president. I love that guy. Dude, yeah. if, if, he's, if he wins this week for me, dude, I'll be all Eberflus. The Bears would be 3-1. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> it's all Eberflus, dude. Give him coach of the year right what now. Your, what was your win total this year? Five and a half. Five and a half? Oh, I, was, I fucking have him worst record in the league. I can't believe they're 2-1 right now. I'm tweaking. <laughs> My boy Fields. Oh, he's, he's awful. All right. Uh, uh, plug what you need to plug. Hayes off. Let's get out of here. Go follow the Peep Show on Instagram and Twitter, the Peep Show Pod. It's okay. Feeling good, like I should. Winning the walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday best Some days you wake up and nothing works, you feel surrounded Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded
keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you'll drown it Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay Sunshine on my Sunday best. Hey, feeling good, like I should. Winning the walk 